0: All right, let's talk now about the front runner because Donald Trump is not in New Hampshire today. Instead, he's gonna be back in a New York court for the defamation case to determine damages brought against him by the writer Eugene Carroll. She's expected to testify today. That jury is gonna decide just how much Trump will have to pay for doing something that he does consistently, attacking a woman in intense, personal terms he has turned those attacks on nikki haley in recent days on his truth social platform referring to her by her given first name nimrata although he misspelled it that's also classic trump he also recently amplified a post falsely claiming that haley was not eligible to run for president because her parents were not u.s citizens at the time that she was born And then there's this, an image we're gonna show you briefly, and then I'm taking it down, but just so you can kind of get a flavor of this. It is not the first time Nikki Haley's been compared to Hillary Clinton, but it is the first time that I have seen it done this way by a former president of the United States, and of course copies Hillary Clinton's campaign logo as well. Let's dive into all this with today's panel. Mo Alethe is the executive director of Georgetown Institute of Politics and Public Service, also former DNC comms director. Lance Trover, the former spokesperson for North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum's 2024 presidential campaign, and Farnoosh Amiri, congressional reporter for the Associated Press. Uh, Welcome to all of you. Um, Mo, I want to go to you first on these attacks from Trump on Nikki Haley, because they're really, like, I didn't want to use the word ugly in the script because I don't want it tied with, like, their faces, or for anyone to remotely say that I'm suggesting I'm talking about either one of these women's appearance. Um, I'm struggling to find the right word—vulgar, perhaps—the kind of the way that this is 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 going here. Um, but it's it's it makes me uncomfortable. It's something that only would be done to women women candidates, quite frankly. Um, what is Trump doing here?
1: He's doing what Trump does, right? I mean, this is what he does. I don't want to normalize it, but at the same time, I'm not surprise. No, so I'm not sure any of it's surprising. Should be surprised by it. We shouldn't normalize it either. But this is what Trump does. He tries to tap into people's base instincts and he likes to stir up outrage. He loves that we are talking about it because his base voters who are anti-establishment, anti-us look at that and say, "Man, you really got under their you were just joking, but look how you got under their skin." And that's been the secret to his success with Republican voters in part for quite some time now. We should not normalize it. We should speak out against it. And I do wonder if against the backdrop of a lot of other stuff going on right now, for example, like the overturning of Roe v. Wade, it might have a real impact on particularly suburban women voters who are tired of Trump's chaos, They are tired of attacks on women's freedom they are tired of his childish insults will he uh, have maybe gone that step too far this time we'll see well i
0: mean my god how many times have we asked if trump has taken a step too far i mean i go back to the pow like mocking john mccain for war anyway lance i mean what, what do you make of this i mean nikki haley i will say to her credit i mean she was the governor of south carolina she faced a lot of really, I mean, South Carolina politics are famous for being nasty behind the scenes, also in public. She beat them all back and she won as a woman of color, a, a Republican woman of color. Um, and she I honestly was, I, I covered that whole campaign. She was fierce in defending, I mean, she had racist attacks against her in that campaign uh, as well. I mean, how do you see her standing up as we, I mean, it's going to be a key test here in six days. How close can she come to Donald Trump? How do you think she stands up to this?
2: Well, let's remember, she's obviously doing pretty well in New Hampshire or else she wouldn't be taking in attacks from Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump so let's let's Very just true. start there when it comes to Donald Trump you, you're you're right Mo. I mean this is his and when he comes at you though he comes at you from 12 different directions and that that is how he that is how he has worked again we don't want to normal normalize that but that is what he does and it's a strategy strategy that has been effective for him from day one and you're seeing it here today
0: Farnoosh let me let me let you weigh in
3: yeah this table. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean it goes back to this the comment that she makes about this not being a racist country—I mean, the candidates have really tried to focus on specific candidates. Nikki Haley is the only person of color currently running in, the, in this in this primary. Has focused on, I have experienced racism, but this is not a racist country. And Donald Trump using the name that she changed because she knew about the vitriol that me as a woman named Farnoosh also faced. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, she's proving he's proving her—you know—the opposite of her point, where there is still racism in this country. It's. Parent in this race, um, and, and at, at this point, I mean, I don't know what worst thing he could say about her. Well,
0: but we, are we are many, many days away. <laughs> Sometimes from... I've said that, and I thought, oh I've wow, you tempted. know, I'm just, yeah. I do not tempted. have the, like, the, the, the creativity. creativity. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, So let's talk a little bit about, uh, Donald Trump said something uh, on the trail about what his legal problems have meant because we have seen him campaign, basically campaign in the courtroom, right, and argue to his supporters that the system, the justice system, is out to get him for political reasons. Um, And he said something that, honestly, Ron DeSantis has also said, uh, as he's tried to explain why things have been hard for him on the campaign trail. Take a look at what Trump had to say
4: if i didn't get indicted all these times and if they didn't unfairly go after i would have won but it would have been much closer i tell you i don't know if i would have made the trade i might have just liked the position we're in right now and we doing very well on that score
0: so he acknowledges that he because his indictments have made it easier for him in the republican primary do you think that's true you worked for someone who who lost to him.
2: 100%. I mean, one year ago, Donald Trump was not polling at nearly the level he is today. The second he was indicted, you saw those numbers start to skyrocket. It is, you know, part of the prongs. There are a few prongs that are why he's succeeding today. One of those is the ability to go out and say, I am being unfairly prosecuted. Clearly, a lot of Republicans agree with him. That's why you see, I mean, he, he ran a route in Iowa the other day. We see new polling out of New Hampshire today that shows him up by 16 points. It is clearly a strategy that's working for him.
0: Mo, how do you think that this ultimately, I mean, it does seem to have, and, and look, argue with me if you think that this Republican race isn't over. But I mean, having been in New Hampshire where Nikki Haley has like the best shot to take him on anywhere, even there it seems, I mean, um, all the smart people I've talked to have said, this is, Trump's gonna win. Um, we'll see if that, if that bears out. But if Trump's going to be the nominee, I mean, how do you see it playing out in a general election? Is this like a phenomenon that continues or is it one where independents and swing voters don't react the same way?
1: No, I think it does. uh, I think it is a little bit different, right? Within the context of the Republican primary, Lance would correct me if I'm wrong here. But look, Republicans within the Republican echo chamber, that's all they heard, right, was that Trump was a victim of a two-tiered system of justice and nobody really truly offered a counter-argument to that within the Republican echo chamber. In fact, most of his opponents actually stood up and defended him. That's not going to be the case in a general election. And independent voters and certainly Democrats are not going to buy into that argument the way Republican primary voters did. What it will do, now the Biden campaign has to be a little careful in how they focus on this because they don't want to give oxygen to that argument that this is a politicized prosecution. But at the same time, it does remind people of the chaos that is Donald Trump. And at a time when people are struggling, at a time when people are looking to move the economy forward, when they're worried about reproductive rights, when they're worried about all these other issues, Yeah. Trump will be dominating the headlines around all these legal troubles, and I do think people are going to be exhausted by it.
0: Interesting. So there's one other thing I want to talk about, and it, it doesn't necessarily tie directly into, well, you'll, you'll see when I show you. Uh, ben Carson, I mean, maybe it does honestly explain a little bit of why uh, Donald Trump is kind of romping through the Republican primary uh, right now, because it seems like this is how a lot of his supporters may think of him. Um, here is Ben Carson. I'll, I'm just going to, I'm not even going to explain it. Just Just
4: watch it. Well, you know, you, you, you think and uh, King David, uh, most of those people probably, if they were alive back in those days, would have said, oh, what a horrible guy. You know, the episode with Bathsheba and some of the other right. things that he did. And yet he was a man after God's own heart. God uses different people for different times. You need somebody with a Manhattan business type of uh, personality to deal with the administrative state. When he's not being attacked he's a wonderful person everybody i think would love him
2: for the record you're comparing him to king david and and that worked out well Is another king david
4: right i don't know about him king uh, but uh certainly he has some policies that are very worthwhile
0: <laughs> so far neil Cavuto is looking at him like so really, King David, really? So, I mean, I guess it's not Jesus Christ. Um, so, there, so he could have gone that far. But, but like when I talk to people when I was on the ground in Iowa, um, you know, so many of them who are religious, like, I, I don't know that there's a reason why Ben Carson's like, yeah, you think about the Bible, think about King David, think about Donald Trump. Like, what is
3: going on? I mean, I don't think you need to go that far outside of Washington. If you listen to Speaker Mike Johnson, a very, uh, you know, religious minded person. He also was asked today if, if, you know, if Biden's presidency is God's will and if he would be reelected by a reporter. And he mentioned that, you know, God is is working to give us a better option in the new in the new year and Mm. in the in the election. So, I mean, it, it is really interesting, the continuous ties. I think he's maybe one of the most least religious presidents we've had i think um, it was two
0: corinthians he referred to at one point like, yeah
3: i mean, I mean I, I yeah i mean if you look at if you compare him
0: corinthians if you
3: compare him with biden just his, his his rival right now i mean biden is an extremely more personally religious man but yes. th- but there are not these comparisons with him um yeah go uh, ahead. yeah i just want to
1: add
2: and it, it, I, I was watching you this morning and i saw the segment of the guy who has the trump shop in a town of like yeah. 500 uh-huh. people yeah. I mean, This is the fervor and the loyalty with which he commands and gets out of people out there. You were just on the ground. I certainly saw it in Iowa and New Hampshire. And these are people, he brings out people who don't normally vote. And that's why at the end of the day, he is someone who cannot be underestimated.